All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lionbolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and future time for today, all the way from beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina, none other than Stephen Cooley. Stephen, it's an honor and it's a pleasure. I cannot wait. Thank you so Greg, much. Greg, I, I, I watch your um, shows and I'm so excited to finally be a guest on one of them. So we're going to have a great time today. It's four o'clock on the East Coast on a Friday, so we're raring to go. I love it. I can't wait. And I, I love you bring the energy, Stephen. I mean, this is so incredible. And, and again, just diving into the series of questions, getting everybody to know you deeper. I really can't wait. So Titan Nation, stay tuned. This is going to be incredible. So I guess without further ado, Stephen, let's just dive in to the first one and really just kind of telling everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you for asking. I'm, I appreciate the opportunity. So um, I've been in, um, in real estate since I was 21 years old. Wow. And in this area, and, and real estate, more specifically, real estate sales. Mm -hmm. And so at 23, I was number one in my town. And um, so throughout my 20s, my 30s, my 40s, and now wow. at 53 years old, wow. I'm still number one in my area. And we've grown from, I think that first year, it put me, or that second year, it put me number one at maybe 50, 60 properties. We'll do a thousand sales this year. Oh, no, and no. that'll put us, um, last year we were fifth in the world for Keller Williams and we're mm -hmm. shooting to beat that this year. So we're gonna have a really good time doing that. My team is um, made up of 45 people, 30 of those are in production and buying, uh, helping sellers and buyers buy real estate, sell real estate. Mm -hmm. And then the rest is a support group um, to support those 30 agents. And so that's 45 of us that um, work on the Stephen Cooley Real Estate Group. We do it all under my brand and my name. Okay. So they're all kind of extensions of me and all of us doing what we're best at. And so that makes it a really fun group. You know, if you match people to what they like to do, people enjoy work. So that's what, what I try to accomplish here. Oh, Stephen, I mean, just, just that <laughs> intro by itself is absolutely awe-inspiring and incredible. And, and again, the, the longevity and time frame that you've taken to devote to your craft and really just elevate and, and push those boundaries, uh, what, a, what an incredible bar that you're setting and continue to set. Uh, and and it's, it's fascinating to me. And I know that everybody's watching and listening. They're, they're curious, and, and this kind of goes into that first question too, why real estate in the first place? You're, you're back in your 20s. Why? What, what was your spark to get involved in the industry? And then again, to lead you to where you are to today? Yeah, and that's such a great question. And I contemplate that question more <laughs> now than I did when I was 21 when I made that decision. I tell you, I, I barely can remember being 21. Wow. But um, I knew that from working in, in restaurants through middle school and high school and college, I was always the best worker and the hardest worker. And the owner of the restaurant, manager of the restaurant would come and tell me that you're the best we've got. And so I knew just from that, that I should be in a career that paid me based on my work ethic. Wow. And really, truly, if you look at that, there's very few careers where you don't have to be a business owner. I'm of course a business owner today, mm -hmm. but that you don't have to be a business owner, but you can be in a commission only unlimited um, um, career. 
The other thing that I realized at that age was, um, you know, you can, a, a friend of mine today sells x-ray machines. So he's got about five clients per big city. Um, every single American needs shelter. And in America, we buy homes. Right. And so anyone over the age of 18 is a, is a potential client. Every car passing you on the road is a potential client. Hmm. Every person you work out with and go to church with and hang out with is a, is a current, future, past client now today after 31 years. So I knew those two things at 21 that based on my work ethic, I needed unlimited income hmm. and that real estate allowed me to do that without opening a business. And um, two is that it's a product that everybody needs. Hmm. I, and, and again, beautiful thought process at, at, at an extremely young age. And, and I know that when it comes down to that, Stephen, there's so many real estate professionals that having these conversations, wish I started 10 years ago, five years ago going through. And, and I think that if you're really having the passion and you really see some, some incredible people such as yourself as an example of really sky's the limit and then some, there, there truly is no limit. Um, it's just really inspiring to see somebody walk in the talk, but with a lot of effort. I mean, this yeah, didn't and Greg, I'm friends with people that's been in the business five or six or 10 years and they've got huge real estate businesses now. So, you know, even though I've been in it 31 years, it only took me 36 months to become number one in my area. So, right. you know, this opportunity exists today for folks, no matter what their age is. Hmm. Um, and I, um, you know, I, I employ a 19 year old that makes over 150,000 a year. Wonderful. Um, who graduated from high school only. So, mm. and, and by the way, 150 in the South, it's probably like 300,000 in some cities. So, right. you know, that, that success, the youngest agent who works for me, I hired him at 17. Mm. Um, so now he's 19 or maybe 20, but the oldest agent who works for me is 79. Wow. And so between 19 and 79, they're two of my top five agents. Unreal. So um, it does not discriminate Right. Um, the success in real estate does not discriminate. Hmm. You know, modeling or movies, you may have to be pretty, but <laughs> sure. real estate has no boundaries. Hmm. Um, I can remember going to an awards banquet a few years ago and uh, someone in a wheelchair won number one in their MLS. Wow. And so, you know, it does, it, this is a business that anyone can succeed in if they do the correct things. And that can be any age or anybody. Wow. I, and I love that. And again, true, true somebody from the profession who's actually been there and done that and, and seen so many and trained so many. And, and Stephen, I want to I wanna kind of segue into this next part because I think it's, it's really important for everybody to, to know you a little bit deeper. And again, uh, on, on the personal, but then also on the professional side. So the next question is the why question. What really drives you, Stephen, and motivates you, gets you excited every day out of bed to do what you do to the level you do it at? What's your why? Well, there's a couple of whys, and if you if you move through the decades of a career, your why your your basic whys may change, and then your big why never changes, Love right? And that. so I've certainly in my twenties wanted to accomplish some materialistic things. Sure, I certainly wanted to um, you know eat at a better restaurant, fly to a better location, and. Um, if you're not money motivated, you know, in today's society, it seems like maybe money motivated is a dirty word, mm -hmm. but if you're not money motivated, and nothing wrong with not being money motivated, right. but if you're not money motivated, don't be in a commission only job. Well said. And so 
uh, you shouldn't be, uh, it shouldn't be the number one thing on your mind because people who are money motivated only, hmm. it will show up in their work habits. When deals fall through, they'll be very angry at everyone. Hmm. Um, they won't do anything that money's not attached. And that's certainly not me, but wow. I've always been money motivated. Sure. And money motivation extends to making sure my daughter graduated from college debt free, wow. making sure my niece graduated from college debt free, hmm. making sure a friend of mine's child graduates from college debt free. It's wow. to, I give a portion of every, I work hard to give money to the, the charities that I believe in. Wow. And so um, money motivated doesn't mean you're greedy and it doesn't hmm. mean that you want to accumulate all that money. I certainly have spent most of what I've made over 31 years on different things. And so, but, it, but money motivation needs to be there and not everyone is, and you don't want everyone money motivated. Right. Um, and so I would say that um, that's always been a why mm -hmm. on, on, on what, you know, money in America does a lot of things. Sure. Um, and it, it, it feeds the hungry. And mm -hmm. so, I've always been money motivated for 31 years without being greedy hmm. and without keeping that money for myself. Sure. And so then the, then it's okay to have small whys. I have a why board and I put things on the why board and I pull things off the why board. Hmm. And I had my daughter with a, you know, with a cap and gown on, on my why board. And wow. so, um, um, so, but, but um, I certainly have been motivated by those things. And now hmm. my, primary motivation, and I'm honored to be able to say this, is mm. to build other people's careers mm. and for them to get to experience the beauty of being in a real estate career um, and succeeding at it. You know, Greg, failure in our life never feels good. Right. And I certainly follow the belief of fail forward, but also I try to minimize failures. Mm -hmm. So when I make a mistake, I never remake that mistake. And if you make a mistake and you share that with me, I won't make that mistake. Right. <laughs> and so um, to help people build careers, and primarily that's people on my team, but it's also to help people build careers in real estate businesses across the country hmm. um, and um, hopefully the world. And also maybe, you know, some of my wisdom that helps people in other careers. Wow. Um, my daughter, who's now 27, started hmm. building a real estate team in a city, another city in the South. Okay. And um, she's 27 and she's number two in her entire market. Wow. And I don't own her business. I've never, hmm. I've never seen her office. She Interesting. She has her own office. I see her all the time. I just haven't seen her office. Yeah. But, um, but from giving her advice and motivation and, and helping her through the challenges of owning a business and being in real estate, um, to see her succeed and other people succeed. That's my, my why that is kind of the big one now. Hmm. And I've been lucky to have been in the business in my twenties, thirties and forties. And I, you know, I've got my house in the car or they may still be on there. I love it when young people come into my office and they go to work and I see that car and I see that watch and I see that house and I see that boat because hmm. it should be, they're money motivated. I want them to be money motivated. Hmm. And, um, and, it, and it's sometimes they don't realize that later on that they don't need that Ferrari, right? right? But it's good to see it up there. You coach people, money motivated people, people in their 20s, you're probably going to coach them with material things. Mm -hmm. Because um, as we get older, we, um, we buy our way into heaven, right? 
So at 53, sure. I'm probably at 53, I probably donate more money than the 23 year old on my team. I and so it. in the twenties, you, you coach them to, to typically uh, materialistic things in the thirties, you probably coach them to good childcare, a mm-hmm. nice home, good schools for their kids, possibly their significant other not working and raising the kids. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that on the wild board for people in the thirties In the forties, you coach them to um, send their kids to school debt free. Mm-hmm. Now each kid's a couple hundred thousand bucks. And so, um, in their forties, you coach them to that and in early fifties, maybe weddings and, and college graduation. And then your forties, fifties and sixties, you co- coach people into what their retirement plan looks like wow. and, and their charity work. Hmm. And I've got people in all that, those age groups. And so when I meet with them, that's the things we talk about, but because I'm 53 and I'm not materialistic motivated, it doesn't mean I can't have a great conversation with the 23 year old. Right. And, and, but, I, but I love that, Stephen, because you, you have so much perspective from so many different walks of life and, and everybody is in a different portion of that and a time frame and, and, and that driver. But I love you talk about evolution through your life and you see that through others and really looking at it from that money motivation. It's a, extremely positive. The more we make, the more we can give. And you were talking about obviously starting with yourself, which we all have to, and then growing to your family and supporting your family, but then extensions of your family. And then when you're diving deeper into it, it's the bigger portion is everyone else, making everyone else great and succeed and share that wealth and knowledge and laying that legacy and foundation, giving to your community and your charity. I mean, there's no surprise to me, and I'm sure that anybody's watching or listening, as to why you have reached the level of success that you have in an extremely short time frame, but then over all this time, staying where you're at because of those whys, Stephen. They're so deep, they're so meaningful. And um, I really, really hope that anybody who's watching or listening to this can latch on to a few of those things to really understand that finding that is important, staying consistent, and really going for it all the way. Um, it's what greatness looks like. And, you know, and Greg, I just, if I hadn't had some of those materialistic things in my life, I'd still want them. And right. so, and I've got them, by the way, I haven't gotten rid of them. Sure. But sure. Um, you, you need a bigger why, and it's okay when you're young not to know it yet, but yeah. if your why is um, a Rolex, as soon as you get it, you don't have a why. So you need another one, and, and, um, or maybe you one day realize you don't want it. And so you've got to have some deeper why. And, you know, as we have kids, and I've, I've seen your great family photos, uh, we create our own whys, yeah. right? Our, our whys enter our lives um, if you live a big life and you live a good life and then you, then you see what your whys are. So again, someone young, single, it's okay not to have all those spelled out yet. I love it. Hey, everybody, we're just getting warmed up. This is the second question, Stephen. This is incredible. So I, I do want to go into, because I know that you're very, very hands-on with helping people grow and scale their business and really educating in that. And so the third question really is to, for you to kind of think about, and I guess look back, if you could look back at your career thus far yeah. and pick or choose a few things that really stand out to you, Stephen, that you added, implemented, or changed, that you really saw growth, you really saw a jump. Yeah. What's that look like for you? What advice would you share to anybody who's watching and listening, whether they're new or seasoned? Yeah, and so I, I see team owners come from two groups of people, and probably the group that I come from is dis- disappearing somewhat. But you have team owners like myself who own real estate teams who started out as a real estate agent Mm -hmm. and got busy and learned to leverage. And so, you know, the first person I hired 
um, they did the paperwork and put the signs up and went and got me lunch so I could stay focused. Mm -hmm. And then the second person I hired took half of the job of the first person because I, I, I became more successful from hiring the first person. Wow. And so I'm really just a, a, today, a real estate agent like everyone else is mm -hmm. with a lot of great help. Wow. And then the other group, which is nothing wrong, a lot of my friends across the country of this group, is they just want to own a business. And they mm -hmm. looked at restaurants, they looked at um, 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 bars and car dealerships and realized that real estate is one of the cheapest businesses to own. Interesting. You, you don't own your inventory, mm. right? Yeah. You, um, you don't employ most of your people, they're 1099. And if you look at those two things, um, friends of mine own a, a high-end ladies boutique, and at any time they have a loan out at a bank for three to five million wow. worth, of, worth of inventory. Hmm. So when that inventory doesn't sell or they got to reduce it, they take that hit, you know? So real estate's a wonderful, incredible business to own. Hmm. And so you kind of have those two sections. So to answer your question, I come from that first group. Love and it. so what I did correctly was I leveraged um, and kept growing. Hmm. And I, I, I didn't walk in and hire 45 people. I hired one and I hired two and I hired three. And I, and I did it that way. And um, um, I found that to be um, um, very successful. And um, it works really, really well. Not only would we be um, in the top five with Killer Williams in rankings of sales, I believe we are number one in culture. Wow, huge. And I created on my team about 10 years ago um, when we were about probably half the size um, I think it was when the first episode of Survivor, is this where I got this? Love it. 50% of, 51% of my group can meet at any time, or my group can meet at any time, and 51% vote someone off the island, hmm. including me. Wow. So I think that's the basis, A, hiring good people who have mm -hmm. culture before they come in the door, and the fact that you know, if you're toxic to the group, if you're toxic to the clients, um, the group can make a decision for you to no longer be in the group. Wow. And I, I extend that to me. Um, and, um, you know, some days I wish they'd book me off. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, come on, guys, what's going on here? <laughs> when this Zoom started, I still had a job. So. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, that just, and, and just stemming back from there. So um, a leveraging would be the answer mm. to that. You cannot be the best in every avenue. You know, if we, you and I opened a restaurant today, sure. the chef would not be the waitress, would not be the hostess, who would not be the marketer, who mm. would not be the cashier, who would not order the food. You know, but in a real, when you start out as a single agent, you are all those things, the right. first client you have. Mm. And no one can be good at all those things. And so leveraging quickly, I, um, in the state of South Carolina, Charlotte, uh, North Carolina really is a border city. Mm -hmm. North Carolina gets to claim Charlotte, but it sits on the border. So I, I do North upstate South Carolina and then Charlotte, North Carolina. But um, I was the first agent in the state of South Carolina to hire an assistant. Wow. And I was turned into the real estate commissioner and they fought me for three years by saying that a realtor was not allowed to employ someone else. 
So that's how far back I go in building a team. That was 1989. Wow. Steven, that, that's incredible. And, and, so and leveraging again, what you're not good at. And listen, if you're a single agent out there, you might just need to leverage at, at $10 an hour uh -huh. for someone to get the sign in the yard that gets stolen every other day, <laughs> take the pictures or type into MLS and that kind of stuff. So you, you don't need you. you and, and let me tell you, I could make the same amount of money if I was the agent with, with, with three excellent assistants. And so mm. you don't have to have a team of 45 people right. to have an incredible income. You gotta remember my wife's career building. Mm -hmm. But, um, and, um, and so, and in growing 45 people's career, my income has never suffered from that. Wow. Um, but um, that might would be the, 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 where I'd stop growing it. But um, everyone's why doesn't need to be growing other people's careers. Right. But that is my why. So we grow. But I could I could make what I net with a, with three good assistants, maybe a showing assistant, but mm -hmm. everyone else be be doing the behind the scenes stuff. So uh, awesome. I don't want anybody watching this think you have to have 45 people to make what I make. Right. And I would agree. And, and everybody has a different process and, and goals that they're wanting to hit and direction. And uh, but I love the fact that you'd mentioned leveraging. And I think that that's crucially important. I, I think that over the past several years, people have been using those as bud buzzwords. So leverage, automate, do these things. But leveraging business is fundamental. And, and, and really looking at it, you're right. I love the analogy of that one person in the restaurant is not going to do everything. And, and, no, I think and a, huge leverage, a, a huge leverage over my 31-year career has been technology. You know, okay. I could not make a phone call from the car. Everyone think about not being able to email, text, or call from your car. Hmm. How many messages you would, and no email. How right. many, no voicemail. The secretary at the real estate company wrote it on a stick, on a, a little you know, message thing and put it in your box. Yeah. You, you got to think about how I, I would come back with, once I had a, a big business at 23, 24, I'd come back with 40, 50 hmm. messages. Wow. And so you just look at what technology has done for our industry. It's really the top producer in my town did about 3 million when I got in in 89. Hmm. And this year we will do about 225 million. Unreal. And, and you're looking at the top producer about then of course prices have, have tripled, but um, sure. we can't take all that credit, but I would say technology probably hmm. was the, the 50% of the leveraging that you walk into the career today and have. I think this is all beautiful. And I know, Stephen, we could have a, a conversation just on this one question because there's so <laughs> much knowledge in there and practitioner truly. But um, if anybody wants to connect with Stephen, I'm going to have all the social links. You can follow him on, on Facebook and Instagram. And again, just connect and really learn from one of the best and brightest. But I do want to segue into a slightly different tone. This is the tricky part. This is the challenge question. So I lead into it with everybody this way, Stephen. We all have challenge, right? It's life. So whether it's personal or professional challenges or struggles, no one's exempt. But I'm a firm believer, not so much what happens, but what we learn and how we respond and I guess what we can share that really matters. And not to downplay plain, or pain or sorrow, but at the end of the day, I, I really find it's the message behind it. And so if there's a, a challenge you dealt with, Stephen, that you overcame, you came stronger because of it, what's that look like for you? Wow, that is a, a challenging question about challenges, right? <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try. <laughs> so, you know, a couple, a couple of things I would say about that. Number one, I, I don't have to ask my doctor 
how his love life is before surgery. I don't have to ask an airplane pilot how his love life is or his kids are doing before he takes the plane off. But I tell you, you should ask your realtor. <laughs> How's your love life? How's your kids doing today? Before they, they come to work. And you know, this is my personal life. Yeah. And yours and everyone watching this. Yeah, yeah. And while your personal life does this, your career has got to do this. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, you can't ride the, the, they can't ride that together. And, and wanting to be successful mm -hmm. and, um, and wanting to, to, to accomplish things in my life, um, I knew that my business could not ride my personal life. And, I, and let me tell you, sitting here today as one of the top realtors in the country, I've suffered through every single personal thing that it, most of the people, certainly there's people that have suffered worse than me. Sure. But sure. I have been through relationship issues, divorce. I've raised a high maintenance teenager. <laughs> I've, um, I've, you know, we all have, as we age, health scares. I've got aging parents, 179, 184. One has COVID in the hospital, the 84-year-old. Oh, wow, um, My only brother has it also. Wow. And um, he's doing much better than my 84-year-old father. Father, okay. my, my daughter's pregnant during this, this crisis. And wow. so I, we all have those things in our lives going on. Mm -hmm. And we have to do our best to separate those so mm -hmm. you can have a big career. I have lost, well, first of all, I've never released someone from my team for low production. Okay. I have uh, never in 31 years. I've, I've held them more accountable, which has caused them to leave. Sure. But, but I've had so many people leave at their own decision or my decision based on personal choices and personal life. Wow. And what I've realized that I did not know in my 20s, so I, hopefully someone will listen to an elder here, <laughs> is Love you it. can't have everything. Mm-hmm. You can't have everything and be good at all of it, right? you know? And so I didn't want to be average at 50 things. I want to be great at three things, hmm. three things I want to be great at. I want to be great at the relationships of the people that are in my life. You know, yeah. that's a handful of people, Sure. mother, um, um, daughter, you know, those type people in our lives. Yeah. Health and fitness, because if you don't have health and fitness, you don't have a big life. Well said. And um, my career, hmm. real estate, running my team. And I can give you, we could talk five hours, but I'll say hmm. it in 30 seconds, of wow. all the things I don't know and are, I'm not good at. Hmm. I have not watched sports in 30 years. I played, I played sports in high school. I've not watched sure. sports in 30 years. Wow. I, you know, there's all kinds of things. I've never hit a golf ball, ever. There you go. <laughs> And so, you know, there, there are certain things that you give up to be successful at a few things. And so I want to be great at my career. I want to be very healthy for my age. And I want an intimate relationship with the people that matter in my life. Hmm. And, and there's no room for anything else. Wow. And so I, I really keep everything I do focused on those three things so I can be great at those. And let me tell you, if you're going to be uh, above average to good. I'm not great, but uh, a better than better than good. Let's say. Sure. Um, really don't have time for all that other stuff. Right. And I learned after I acquired uh, a lot of materialistic things, they're time consuming. They're time consuming <laughs> to maintain. 
Mm -hmm. They're time consuming to take care of. And so I've simplified a lot of those things just to be able to concentrate more on those three things. Wow. And what a, what a unique perspective for everybody to, to kind of dive into and really understand and soak in. And, and it's so true. It's, we focus on the things that really matter and we, the things that we focus on grow. And, and, and I love that you mentioned that you really, there, it's the jack of all trades, master of none sort of scenario. Oh my gosh, that and, is so true. And, and let me say a little bit, one more word about that, that, yeah. that, that abused word leveraging mm-hmm. is you have to leverage your personal life at the same time you leverage your professional life. Mm. You know, I, I, my billable hours, if I was an attorney, my billable hours run at about 4,000 an hour. Wow. So should I be home cutting my grass? Should I be washing my car? And let me tell you, I grew up cutting grass and I love it. And I, I'm a little bit of a car guy. Sure. So I like cleaning up my own car. Understood. So if you like doing that, don't give it up. But in your personal life, you have to give up things that don't matter. Hmm. And, and also pay people to do those things so you can have a big, for me, a big career and relationships with my, my close people and um, a health. And so, you, you know, so um, I, I joke sometimes if so, I pay someone to sleep at my house, I wouldn't even have to go home because today I ran by there and the cleaning ladies there, the yard crews there and the pool guys there all at the same time. But I certainly make more money being here. And so leverage your personal life only for the things you don't enjoy. Hmm. I did give up some things I enjoy at work. Okay. I really enjoy listing homes and Hmm. I did have to give that up to grow our business, but don't give up what you enjoy at home, but all the other stuff, give it up. Let someone else do it. Hmm. Uh, That's absolutely beautiful. And if, if anybody's watching or listening to this, please pause this, rewind it, listen to it over, take notes. I mean, this is true to me, Stephen, this is priceless. This information, I wish, I wish they taught this when we were young. I wish somebody was there to say these things to people, to really understand the importance of balance and what's going on and how to really build the life you want to build and and, and impact the community in a way that you want to and leave that legacy. I mean, everything you're saying is just, it's mind blowing to people who haven't heard it. Now, this audience in particular they, they love this information and they really, really stick to this. And again, coming from someone of such stature, such as yourself, Stephen, I mean, this is incredible. It's just absolutely through the moon um, and back again. I just love this stuff. So I do want to go to a, a softer question. You, you did that really gracefully, Stephen, and I love that. And that was so true. No more challenges, please. Well, that, that's <laughs> over. It's done with. We got through the hard stuff. But this, this question is actually one of my favorites. And this is not to change anything that you've done in your past. Because as we kind of discussed, we all go through struggle, hardships. But again, what we go through makes us who we are and what we become, positive or negative. So if you could travel back in time, and you could give your younger self at any age range a piece of advice or two. What would you say to your younger self? Well, I'd like to go back to my uh, Stephen at 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 50, and give him a hug and say, keep mm. going, keep doing it. You're doing wow. a, it, 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 you're going in the right direction because mm. you don't always know you're going in the right direction, you know? Right. And so, um, I, I would like to go back and, and pat him on the back and, um, and, and do that. Um, I would say, you know, early on, mm-hmm. know 
do your best to know what you want out of your career and your life mm. and don't let other people um, sidetrack you. Um, if you prove to be, when you prove to be successful and you make money, everyone's interested in you investing or in their businesses or, or taking away from, taking time away from what, what you're doing. And um, if I could go back, I would even be more focused on those three things mm. and less focused on anything else because wow. all those other things I may have stuck my toe in, they don't matter today. Mm. They had nothing to do with my underlying goals. Uh, and I do have to say, I've, I've done a good job focusing on those three. Sure. But e anything other than those three, I, I would like to go back and tell them, don't even, don't even move. You know, my dad plowed a field with a mule and it had blinders on right. to keep the mule from being distracted. Hmm. I wish maybe those blinders had been a little thicker. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but, but that's so compelling to look at that and listen to that information, Stephen, because we can't go back. We can't change. And, and, and nor would a lot of us want to, because again, it's who we are, but everybody who's watching or listening, myself included, can imply that today and, and yeah. really focus on those three things and, and, and really put up your own blinders in a way for what really matters and try That's to right. block that out. Right. And I have a personal one too. Yeah. And that would be, um, the person who breaks your heart, you will not remember their name one day. <laughs> wow. Okay. There we go. You heard it here, everybody. That's crazy. You know, those pains of the heart are greater than losing a leg sometimes. Right. So, you know, and I see a lot of young people. I employ, I employ young people, again, from 17 to 79. I see the young people go through that all the time, and they think that was the, you know, the last person on earth. Wow. <laughs> it's not the last person on earth <laughs> watching this. <laughs> Wise words, my friend. Wise words. I love that. Steven, I mean, again, super, super great information. Again, everybody, please reach out to this man. He's a wealth of knowledge all the way through and through. Uh, but Stephen, I have two questions left and we're almost done with everything when it comes down to it. And this next one is actually a crowd pleaser to the audience. They want to they wanna learn as the Titans learn and very specifically into, you know, books you're reading or have read that you really love, podcasts you're listening to, influencers or coaches. How are you feeding your mind? If it's conferences, masterminds, what's going on in there? Well, with... Um with my success, I'm able to be in some great masterminds. Mm. And so I really, uh, last year I posted that I was, my goal was to read a book a, a week, which was 52 books. So wow. luckily I'm so fortunate people mailed me a lot of books. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Love that. Some they wrote and some they recommended and I've got that stack and I plan mm. to, to, to read them. But you know, find people in, I find people in my industry that do a better job than me. Wow. It may not be exactly production, but maybe a better job at a part of our business. Mm -hmm. And I really consult with them and share with them. And then I try to share that knowledge too. Wow. Um, I, I, all the books out there um, that you can name, I either own or I've read or I've kind of sped read through them right now during all this mm -hmm. um, COVID and other um, you know, lots of things happening in our society. Right. One thing I've done is I've minimized my exposure 
to news to 10 minutes a day. Wow, okay. I've minimized my exposure to um, most avenues of social media mm -hmm. other than um, um, things like this. Hmm. And um, because it, it's information overload. When right. I was young, my dad would go out and get the newspaper and that told you what happened in the world. Well, mm -hmm. now there's, you know, you watch the live video as it happens. And so right. those things are not great. Mm -hmm. um, as we age, the, I can, my suit tells me when I've, I've gained five pounds, right? Sure. And I have to go on a diet and work out harder. Yep. But no one evaluates our mental health, Greg. And so, mm. you know, as people age in their 30s and 40s and 50s, and you, you've got to maintain mental health and wow. too much exposure to things that don't matter to you, and lots mm -hmm. of things do matter right now to us, sure. and, and too much exposure all day long to that is not mentally healthy. Mm -hmm. And so right now, during in 2020, I'm really minimizing um, um, what, who I listen to Right. You know, journalism today is not neutral. Journalism today is opinionated. And so what channel you listen to will determine your religious beliefs, your political beliefs, mm -hmm. yeah. whether the virus is real and, or not. And so I just, I'm, I'm really minimizing that and stand focused with the people who are doing the similar job that I'm doing. Wow. And um, uh, there's such great books out there. Your, oh, sure. your podcasts are amazing. Um, I, uh, some of my friends have them, I watch them and, and, um, and I'm just trying to really protect my mental health and, and uh, all, all the information overload that's going on right now. You know, wow. let's put down our phones hmm. for a couple hours a day, right? Just Love a couple that. of hours a day. Don't know where your phone's at. Mm -hmm. And to, in, 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 in this year, that's the best advice I can do with how I'm maintaining um, my goals and my, and my, my beliefs and my mental health. Wow, Stephen. I, I mean, and, and again, just continued incredible information and, and, and messaging from what you're saying here is I love the fact that you are reaching out to others in your field of levels of success and uh, taking back at a level of humility to say, you know what? We're, we're good. We know what we're doing and we do it better than most, but there's some okay. other people do this a little different than we do this little different and we could learn from them. And Hey, guess what? They could probably learn a little from us. That level of humility and understanding and self-respect is huge. And, and there's so many people who wouldn't go there. The yeah. most successful people in the world, you're included there. And Greg, right? I watched your, your, your series and it's excellent. I can remember, I think we take a lot for granted, but uh, let me tell you, I've seen 20,000 people fly to a, an arena or a convention center to get to here and pay four or $5,000, be away from home for three or four days, mm -hmm. not just in admission, but, but when you count hotel and flight and food and all that, three or four or $5,000 to get what you're bringing to the table now. So, you know, we really, it's a great opportunity to learn and um, not even leave our homes. And you're mm -hmm. doing just a fantastic job with that. And I appreciate it. I'm honored that you asked me. I, I, I'm not sure I qualified to be on the, the show, but thank uh, you. you are you're the perfect picture. If there if there was a name in the dictionary, as they say, it'd be right there. But Stephen, no, thank you so much for the kind words. And again, it's just there's so much wealth and knowledge that's been been really gone through in this particular episode. And again, I encourage everybody just to really not just listen or watch this one time, but 
pick apart what Stephen is saying. There's so much in there. There's so much depth. It's incredible. And to me, it's priceless information. Uh, no comparison to anything that you would pay for physically. This is beautiful <laughs> right here. So, uh, but Stephen, I want to wrap everything up with one final question. All and right. This, this ends up being the quote or mantra that sums you up as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for Stephen Cooley? Well, thank you for asking that. And, and um, I, um, that's, a, that's a good last question. Let's see. I, I have in my heart and in my soul the ability to be motivated and content at the same time. And those, are, 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 those two things together is usually like an angel and the devil. Wow. But unrealistic goals and expectations are as bad for you as no goals and no, no expectations. Mm -hmm. And so I work on the same road that I was hired on 31 years ago. Wow. Um, I, one of my employees has been with me 22 years. Mm -hmm. You know, I've never had a, a job as an adult, but this one, mm -hmm. I, I, I rode with one of my agents on a listing right before we started this. We did the exact same thing everyone's watching does. I went on a listing appointment. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a $5 million home. It was actually a, a rental house. Mm -hmm. And so I'm doing, you know, I've never changed jobs. Wow. And I'm doing that job today. And so success lies in consistency mm -hmm. and being motivated, but also motivating, motivation in my opinion is a feeling. Mm -hmm. um, um, discipline um, um, and consistency wow. is where success lies in this business. Hmm. Um, and so I am a motivated, content human being. Hmm. I don't want to be someone else. I don't trade in the people I love easily. I don't. I keep them a, a few longer than I should have. Wow. And um, I've got the same job that I got when I was 21 years old. Hmm. And on the same road, um, two buildings down from the building I was hired at. Hmm. And um, I've never changed locations, never changed cities. Um, and, um, and all those opportunities in, in, in three decades have been available to me in my personal life and profession. Hmm. And um, once I got really good at this, every business tried to hire me to be there, you know, lead their sales team. Um, so um, motivated contentment would wow. be something that I, I find rare and I harbor. Hmm. Wow, Stephen. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I think that sums you up beautifully. And as you're explaining all these things, it just, it gives me goosebumps because oh, it, it, it really just inspires and motivates. And I know that if I'm feeling this way, I know that a, a big portion of the Titan Nation feeling the same way. And, and I don't say this, and you can, you can rewind 187 episodes before you're Stephen. This is absolutely one of my favorites. Oh, and I, and I, I say you. that with very, very deep, meaningful reason behind that. So um, it's just absolutely incredible. And your information was just right for everybody to hear in any given time frame. Whether you're in real estate or you're an entrepreneur, I mean, 
the takeaways and implementation of consistency and longevity and really just that heart and, and, and really trying to help others and just that, that servant's mindset. It's just, it's incredible. I mean, I just love that Stephen. And, and uh, well, yeah, so thank I, you and bless, bless you and your business and your family and everybody watching, you know, one thing we have to do with everything going on in this world is, is, is stay true to who we are hmm. and be safe. And, and um, everything gets better with time, hmm. right? Everything yep. gets better. And so certainly in a year that's, that is stressful, um, you know, people need to stay true to who they are and don't, don't give up. Don't give up your career. Don't give up anything during, um, I always say when, when there's um, a, a lot going on, stay true to what you, who you are. Hmm. Right. And we've got such an unusual year this year, but it's not the first unusual year. Right. Um, I, for another Zoom, I added up the, the, the professional economic crises and my career has survived 12 of those. Wow. And, um, and two Gulf Wars, 9-11. Um, hmm. You know, Y2K was huge. I don't, most yeah. people don't remember that, but sure. we all worried about it for two years. Mm-hmm. And, um, and all the other things that's happened. And then when that Zoom was over, while I was still sitting in this chair, I wrote down how many personal crises I've survived, my career has survived, and there were more than 12. Wow. So this is one of those that we're all experiencing, but we will get through it. And hmm. so there are, there are better times ahead. I don't think we're through it yet, but we right. will be through. Well said. And, and again, just continued nature of positivity and, and motivation, Stephen. And again, I can't, can't thank you enough. I, I do have to say you are an official real estate titan. So that, that is a done <laughs> deal. It's official, my friend. Uh, so, but Stephen, thank you again so much. It was an honor to have you on the show. Great. For sure. And everybody out there, thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here, we're doing Real Estate Titans. Don't forget to like and subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I do have to give our sponsor, Linebolt Media, a quick shout out. If you are in real estate, you're looking to grow and develop your technical portions. So leveraging and automation and growing with marketing and advertisement for real estate, generating massive amounts of exposure and leads, please take a look at lineboltmedia.com. We are live here with Real Estate Titans every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Stephen.